Right here on AMI-audio this Saturday on The Pulse, folks, we, uh, they're going to be starting a uh, three-part profile, and it's going to be handling those inductees into the Canadian Disability Hall of Fame, starting with Paralympian Josh Dweck. That's The Pulse, this Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 Pacific, on AMI-audio, also available to you as a podcast. Kelly McDonald here with my co-host, Ramya Muthan. Let's talk about spec savers. So one third of Ontarians having have not had an eye exam in over three years. And you can think that this has to do with the pandemic, with all these other things. But also many people think that eyewear is not affordable uh, as a general thought. So what is Specsavers doing to help combat this uh, mindset and the availability and affordability of eyewear? Well, let's learn about it with Naomi Barber, Director of Optometry for Specsavers Canada. Naomi, thank you for coming on Kelly and Company. Thank you for having me. Great to be here. So tell us a little bit about Specsavers. Um, first of all, before we get started on the specifics of the current state of people uh, getting glasses and getting eye exams, what do you guys do? Sure. Well, we're really uh, interested in opening access to eye care. So ensuring that as many people as possible um, are crossing the threshold to see optometrists in an affordable way. And of course, cost tends to be the biggest barrier. So at Specsavers, what we're doing is we're investing $50 million um, to contribute to the opening of high-tech optometry clinics and optical stores. Um, and we're looking to open 100 practice locations across Ontario in the next couple of years. So this is uh, the first step, if you like, of ensuring that there are practice locations in all locations. So uh, metro, metropolitan Ontario, but also in regional locations, city locations, and uh, we're able to offer accessible um, and affordable care. Awesome. That's amazing. And that's, I, I don't want to say lofty because, well, it is a lot of money, but a lot of uh, incredible equipment certainly going to be installed, be made available. So, Naomi, if we look at the last few years has been tough with the pandemic. Maybe we can say, okay, that's a reason people aren't getting their eyes checked out. But what are some of the other reasons that people just don't go to get their eyes examined? Yeah, we were we were actually so surprised looking at the, the results from the poll. One third of Ontarians, um, you know, not having had an eye exam in over three years. And we know that there is a level of provincial insurance cover for mm-hmm. eye exams. Um, but that this, there's still, you know, um, limitations, I guess, to, to patients accessing care. So the pandemic certainly had a lot to do with it. We know that optometrists are working incredibly hard in the province of Ontario to service patients, um, but that it is really hard. There's wait times of two to three to four and sometimes more, more weeks uh, to get in to see an optometrist just for a standard eye exam. So it's really wow. important that we help to break down that, that wait time barrier um, and start to really focus on preventative eye care. Part of that, of course, comes down to cost, cost both of the service of the examination, but also the cost of glasses um, and spectacle and contact lens 
prescriptions. You know, there's a, there's I think a big concern out there in the population. Um, some of some of the more elite level um, glasses can come out at a thousand dollars. That is not something that every Ontarian can afford, and certainly not um, at routine frequency. So we're really really heavily investing to ensure we can leverage our size and our scale to bring down the cost of glasses to ensure it's at an affordable level for patients. It's really um, interesting because not all of us are cognizant of the the compounded effect of why we don't get eye exams, right? Like it's very easy to be like, well, nothing was open um, or, you know, we don't have yeah. the time. But there are all these different reasons that add one on top of another to to have like a whole a slew of people, you know, one third of us who say we we haven't done it yet, uh, and we don't even know how long that that will be lasting and how long that effect can, uh, how badly that effect will, you know, sit with us. So, how crucial are the exams um, that we're talking about, the eye exams, and and making sure we get them done? Yeah, such a great question. And this is, I think, one of the biggest pieces, which is the awareness of the importance of an eye exam, that yes, it's about correcting vision. Um, perhaps if there's symptoms or a problem or, or people are experiencing vision problems, but that actually the majority of major eye health conditions that can cause sight loss begin and progress with no signs or symptoms. So people are not aware they're in trouble um, or they're at risk until actually eye diseases have developed to a late stage, whether that's glaucoma, um, complications relating to diabetes or or conditions such as age-related macular degeneration. So a really key part of of what we are um, focused on is investment in a device called an OCT, standing for optical coherence tomography. And this is something we include in every clinic and we perform for every patient as part of the standard eye exam. What this enables our optometrists to do is to detect the earliest signs of eye diseases well before they become a problem for for patients. And this, of course, then starts to engage us in a much more proactive conversation with patients about better protecting their vision for the long term and also the importance of returning to see optometrists on a routine basis. Mm-hmm. And that combined with affordability, because we must make it affordable for, for patients to engage, is really at the heart of, of what we're passionate about doing. When you talk about affordability, it makes me think, who is most in jeopardy here? Who's most at risk for these eye diseases? Do we think about it uh, related to people in economic status or more related to uh, other health conditions? Or or is just everyone got to be vigilant? Uh, Ultimately, I guess the simple answer is everybody needs to be vigilant. And of course, lots of things come into play. So certainly socioeconomic status can have an impact definitely genetics and family history and what sits in your your family history uh, plays into that. Um, but ultimately, if we were able to break that cycle and actually bring people in to see an optometrist for an eye exam to examine the health of their eyes routinely, irrespective of their risk level, we would better be able to then triage patients. So that, that is ensure patients who need it most 
are seen regularly uh, at, a, at an appropriate time frame and those who are in good eye health and um, on a good trajectory are able to maintain that over the course of their life, um, which of course has huge economic benefits as well just in general for the population, um, ensuring that people are not losing their sight when it's preventable. So, Naomi, you talked about the fifty thousand, uh, fifty million, sorry, dollars uh, that Specsaver is um, investing into healthcare, and that specifically in the state of the art um, medical equipment. Can you explain what the equipment is, or how this um, particular chunk of money will be able to help in that respect? Yeah, absolutely. Funnily enough, the $50 million investment absolutely is in technology, uh, clinical technology in particular, to ensure mm-hmm. every patient gets a high standard of care. But actually underneath that, it's an investment in people. So the way that Specsavers operates is we are what we call a joint venture partnership. So we're investing in qualified opticians and qualified optometrists to work together to service patients. And what we do is we invest in this equipment so that optometrists are not needing to foot huge loans for for devices and equipment. And therefore, we're able to offer affordable prices both across eye examinations and across, um, you know, products in terms of spectacles and contact lenses. So it really is enabling qualified individuals in their own communities to build their patient uh, database to start to service their communities with all the skills that they have, leaning into a framework of really solid clinical technology that is updated as we learn more about these diseases and as we know what is diagnostically most effective for patients. Amazing. Well, Naomi, thank you so much for taking the time joining us today. We got to wrap, but can you tell us before we go where we can go for more information? Absolutely. So you're able to um, contact us at our website and that is um, www.sexsavers.ca.com and um, and that that will uh, help you to get all the information you need. Awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, Really important uh, for us to think about these things and also great that the assistance and support is being stretched even further. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Naomi Barber is the Director of Optometry for Specsavers Canada, and we were talking about their recent investment to enhance outcomes for eye health care and reduce preventable blindness and redefine accessible eye care. We've got the next hour of Kelly and Company Ahead, where we speak to award-winning sketch comedian and popular TikToker Laura Ramoso about her new live comedy special that gets underway Thursday. On our Collections and Hobbies segment, Jeffrey Rainey brings us uh, a little bit about his collection of cars. We get to talk about that, but up next, comedian reporter Julie Martin uh, drops in, and she's got her report, second one of the week. Comedian reporter, start our second hour.